Hi, I'm Amber. I'm Melissa. And you're listening to the AM Podcast. So today, we are laying it all on the table, and we are talking about some unpopular opinions that we have about K-pop, you know? So, I mean, yeah, let's just jump right into it. So, the first opinion that we have is that idols don't need to keep their pure image like idols are allowed to be desirable and they can be sexualized only if they're of legal age you know we don't want you know sexualized minors but if they're of age they that that should i mean what's wrong with that they're adults after all you know so we you you know you want to take this away i agree with that statement just because you know, idols, you know, they know they look good. Okay? Yeah, they yeah. know what... I, I feel like... It's just like... And maybe... I feel like they have... A lot of them have very, like, androgynous features. Mm-hmm. And I feel like they play... They play it up. They, they play it up. And, like, that's the whole point of being an idol. Like, that's the whole point of, like, being... Not the whole point of being an idol, like, them themselves. Like... They're doing it for the music and because they love to sing and whatever, perform too. But I'm just saying, like, it's silly to think that they don't know that they look good. And it's silly to think that they're not going to cash in on the fact that they look good. And, you know, they're over here on stage and in videos taking their shirts off, you know, flirting with the fans mm-hmm. or what have you, doing these looks like, I mean, they know. And so this was some simple fact that they know. I mean, it's silly to think that they're not going to be desired, that other people aren't going to say things about them that may not be necessarily PG-13 on social media. Mm-hmm. I mean, it just, I feel like it, also, it comes with the territory, I guess. True. So, yeah, <laughs> I mean, I agree with you. I mean, I, I don't like. I understand them be having the pure image when they're younger because yeah. they're they're kids. But you know, like ha- expecting them not to like drink or uh, like flirt with people or whatever, like that's ridiculous. They're grown adults. Like, would. Like, me as an adult, would I want somebody to tell me, oh, no, that's not really pure of you because it's not a pure image or it's not, it's not gonna, I don't know, make you look good Mm -hmm. in the eyes of, like, everyone. And I'm like, no. I mean, if some people don't like what I do, some people don't like what I do. If some people do like what I do, some people do like what I do. I mean, you can't please everyone. And I feel like... Sometimes, you know, people is like just assume that idols have to make everyone happy because they're idols and so they can't do anything wrong. And like, I don't know, like I think it's just ridiculous to put this kind of pressure on them. And so yeah, I don't think idols have to be pure. I think if anything, it makes me understand them more or like them more when like they're not so like clean cut because they're relatable because mm-hmm. not everyone is very strict not strict but like you know what I'm trying to say like 
straight arrow or yeah like something like not everyone's like that and everyone's human mm-hmm. so they don't need that pure image because fans are gonna love them regardless yeah that's how i feel i guess one thing i wanted to add on to that yeah sort of about like the whole pure image that they that they're supposed to have it's it's honestly honestly it's really annoying for mm-hmm. me when i see people talking about these grown men i guess i'm talking about the men idols male yeah. idols it's, it's it's annoying to see them talk about these grown men as if they're children they're not and, like calling them baby and babies and whatever and i'm just like you do know he's like 25 26 years old like yeah. <laughs> you do know that he's probably they're probably doing a lot more things behind the scenes mm-hmm. you know than they're telling us so i mean it's just silly to me but i mean whatever i mean if, if they want to continue having that image of them in their heads that they can go ahead and do that but um i guess i'm talking about fans but just know that your favorite idol you don't know what they do is tonight or <laughs> you don't <laughs> and they probably got you know for all they know they have they have girls in every city and made them sign a mm-hmm. um an NDA you like that's all it is so I don't I don't I don't understand and like people got hate for like sexualizing like idols it's like that's what have you seen how okay I'm, I'm mostly talking about the men idols to be honest with you have you seen <laughs> like have you seen them have you seen the outfits they wear do you exactly. see how they purposely by accident show their abs sometimes mm-hmm. like how can you not and why are you getting hate for that like come on now like exactly. that's real i promise you i swear they're practicing these faces and these looks that they be given on stage in the mirror i swear they do they do I'm, I'm sure they do. And they no one like naturally it. looks like that. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> you never know, Melissa. They might. <laughs> mm-mm. Mm-mm. I don't think so. Mm-hmm. Okay. So we're gonna move on to our next opinion. Kind of, kind of same, kind of on the same lines, but kind of not. But like. Idols do not need to apologize for having a relationship or getting married. Like, I don't, I don't know if it's just because, like, you know, we're over here in the United States and we constantly hear about celebrities getting engaged, getting into a relationship, breaking up, divorce, whatever. But like, what are what are what are idols apologizing for for being in love and then getting hate for it? I know. I feel like we've talked about this before mm-hmm. um, with. Was it Chen? Chen, yeah. He got like hate for it. Like, what, what, for what? Let the man live. Let him have a family. Let him breathe. Exactly. And they wanted him to get kicked out the group and all sorts of yeah. nonsense. Like, y'all are crazy. Like, are you like literally like crazy? I don't know. I was Straight upset about crazy. that. <laughs> like, like, what? <laughs> I don't know. I feel like I don't, because sometimes I try to put myself, like, I try to think from like my point okay I guess I always think from my point of view but like I try to put myself in their shoes and I'm like would you want someone to sit here and tell you you can't be like in love or Mm -hmm. like what if they did that to us like what if they were like no you're our fans and you're not allowed to date anyone to fall in love 
to have a family like that's not allowed you can't do that like I would look at them like they're stupid (laughs) (laughs) I would look at it like y'all are crazy I'm gonna (laughs) I'm gonna find my love out here okay (laughs) right yeah the whole concept and then like the whole I never understood the letters that they put out I don't (sighs) understand I mean it seems like a formality but it's like they're Mm -hmm. like they'll literally put out like these hand-drawn or hand-drawn handwritten letters on social media like as like it's, it's almost like yeah it's almost like they're apologizing for being in love apologizing for not necessarily apologizing but saying oh you know I thought it'd be best to let you know like now and to, from me from my mouth to your ears and like all this other like super dramatic stuff and I'm like boy you 30 something just go get married exactly <laughs> why are you what was the purpose of writing a whole letter to people who have no bearing like that like your fans should not be the first thing that comes to your mind when you decide okay I'm gonna propose to this woman and we're gonna get married or whatever like I don't know and I'm not I don't remember who which actor I saw do this but it was an actor recently that did this and I was so confused because he was like 30 something like did they expect him to be alone forever I mean, I guess so. Wasn't wasn't there like an interview? I think it was was it EXO? Did EXO do the interview? Or okay, it was some guy group, um, and they were doing an interview and they had fans there and they were like, "Oh, when do you want to get married?" or something oh, like that. I think and it was EXO. It was EXO. The fans were like, "No," and they were like, "You don't want us to get married?" No, and they all looking at them like they're crazy. <laughs> <laughs> like, <people> crazy. <laughs> Like, I'm a good Larry. <laughs> That's what Chad said. He was like, forget y'all. <laughs> I want to be happy. <laughs> it's just so sad how, like, I don't know, I feel like we talked about this, too. But it's mm-hmm. just sad how, like, anytime there's even an inkling of them being in a relationship or whatever, it just becomes this whole scandal. Like, you really don't expect <sighs> these millionaires to be alone forever. Right. Do you? Like, I don't understand okay I don't and I, I mean you kind of, you were talking about I wanted to mention this earlier but you were talking about how like they do like handwritten letters and I don't know if maybe you mentioned this or and I just didn't hear you say it but I don't understand why the companies have to apologize for them too hmm. and I'm just like I think I don't know I guess for me I'm just lost at how involved the company is with the artist Same. because it's like normally it's like separate and it's like you know you don't you don't mix personal with business but I feel like when it comes to idols it's all mixed up together and -hmm. there's no separation and so I don't know if that's why people are starting to get like really upset when they have like a relationship and I guess that goes back to them having like this image of like being desirable but yet like not being tainted and being pure so I don't know. I think it just all goes together, but like I think it's just absolutely ridiculous. Hmm. Okay, you have anything else to say about this opinion? <laughs> no. Okay. <laughs> so moving on to our next unpopular opinion. I'm gonna preface this by saying, you know, we we talk about these people all the time and we love them very much. But I have to say. BTS's music quality has, you know, kind of gone down over over the time. 
Um, and personally, for me, I would say, like, for me, okay, I would say, like, for me, I used to love, like, majority of their songs that came out on the album. And maybe not, like, one or two. But now it's, like, reversed. And I don't know what happened. I don't know if, like, I, it just, I feel like it really started when they were transitioning from, like, the Love Yourself to, like, the Map of the Soul era. And I feel like that's when it started going down. And I don't know if it's because of, like, them becoming more global or becoming mainstream here in the United States. But, like, I'm missing the heart. Like, I feel like I'm I'm missing the heart of what BTS is when it comes to their music. And so I'm going to stop there and you can go because I feel like I will go on a tangent. Um, well, I mean, yeah, I was thinking about what you were saying about them becoming more global. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I wonder if it's because their music quality has changed because they're catering to a more Western audience. But I, but I also don't know if that's true because it's just, it's just, it's, in, I don't know what happened. For me, the change occurred. It was just so weird because, again, I haven't really been into them. It's only been a couple of years. Mm-hmm. And so for me, I think it started when Boy With Love came out. Because I was just like, it was just very unexpectedly really, really happy and like really poppy. And it's nothing wrong with being happy and it's nothing wrong with pop. It's just, I wasn't expecting for it to be that happy and that poppy, especially since I think I could be wrong. But wasn't the fake love, wasn't fake love like right before, like at least an album before or before Boy With Love came out? Or I mean... It was part of the Love Yourself trilogy. Okay. okay. It's just, I don't know what happened. And then since then, like, there, something about the, something about the way that the vocals are mixed on some of their songs, it throws me off lately. And yeah, just, it's just, yeah, it's just a lot. It's just, it's, it's something changed. I don't know what it is, but ever since Boy With Love came out, it's like every album, there's been a couple of songs that I like really enjoy, mostly rap line. Right. <laughs> Basically any rap line song that comes out, I'm like, okay, this is really good. But then the vocal line songs are just, they're very basic lately. Um, I miss like, I miss like Lost. I miss like those type of vocal line songs. Just now, just the songs seem a little bit. I mean, the lyrics and the context is still, I feel like, so pretty true to what BTS used to do. But something in the way that the songs are produced or something, just they don't really hit me like they used to. It just doesn't, it just, it hits different now. Yeah. You know? Um, Yeah, I don't want to say, I mean, because I still really like them. It's just something about, like you said, like before, it used to be like, I used to like, like, I think I really love like a lot of the songs on a lot of their past albums mm-hmm. but lately it's just been like okay one or two and like their last album that came out um the one with on mm-hmm. i think i've only listened to i think the only song that i listen to like regularly on the song i feel like I may, have, I may have mentioned this before but the only song that i really do listen to like regularly is probably ugh yeah that's about it. I can't even think of any off the top of my head. But there are, I mean, some of the songs, they're not bad. They're good. It's just, they're just okay. Like, I miss, like, 
autumn leaves like I miss like that BTS like I miss I wasn't even into them yeah (laughs) but listening to their old albums like I feel like I was there and the just the quality of the music was so good I don't know like can we do some autumn leaves again like can we do like I can't even think of any other songs right now that were like super good but yeah I was the thing of autumn leaves right now but that's all I have to say about that so I'm hoping that oh I'm sorry you're gonna say something I, I was gonna I was staying on the same topic but I was actually gonna move on to something else related to BTS but I didn't want you I was just gonna <laughs> I was just gonna say that you were talking about how you think they might try to be catering to like the western audience I feel like they didn't need to do that for the fact that they got here with the music that they were doing yeah so i feel like they they didn't that was unnecessary and then you were also talking about like how they kept the lyrics true to like the bts but the music quality is bad i think that's kind of like how i feel too because like when i say it's like it's missing the heart i feel like in their past albums it there has like that mix the music and the lyrics they just really like hit and they they go together so well where now I feel like there's like that disconnect between mm-hmm. the two. So yeah, that's that's what I wanted to say. But go ahead. Um Yeah, now I forgot what I was gonna say. That's okay. But I do but I like the other songs I really like. I like, you know, blood, sweat, and tears. Like I'm just hoping okay, no, I was gonna say now, sorry. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I just hope this next album is actually different (laughs) than the album that came out earlier this year i mean like i said it was fine um they incorporated a few different elements than what they usually do which i mean i guess is the point of any artist to continue growing and expanding and experimenting Mm -hmm. but i swear if they come out with another song like dynamite i don't know what i'm going to do (laughs) i don't know i mean we mentioned that when we were talking about the dynamite like I, i I know I mentioned, like, I was really happy when RM was like, yeah, it's not going to sound like Dynamite. And it's just like, I mean, I understand the whole point of Dynamite and it's supposed to be uplifting and, like, you know, fun and happy. Like, I get it. I'm not saying I hate their happy songs because I, like, I like happy songs. But (laughs) it's just like, I need, I'm missing the BTS that I fell in love with. (laughs) Like, Like, I'll always support them and, like, whatever like I'll always listen to their music and stuff but I don't and I don't know we've talked about this before how like maybe we're just becoming one of those old k-pop fans where it's just like you like the older eras more than the new ones and maybe maybe they're starting to cater towards their their younger that's what I was thinking younger western fans I don't know yeah because I I feel like maybe if I was younger and I heard the song I would like it more but I don't know. I think just because, like, I know prior BTS to this is kind of like, I'm gonna say it, I'm, I'm a little disappointed. Like, I'm really disappointed. But, like, like you mentioned, the lyric, lyrically, they're pretty good. They're still, they still have that, like, BTS heart to it. But, oh, man, <laughs> I really hope this, this next, yeah, because it's just like, I love them so much. And I know. And, and this is like our opinion like well not our well this is my opinion but like what we're saying here is like our opinion but like 
I just know they can do so much better. <laughs> yeah. And so I don't know if anyone ever like else feels this way, but like I don't know. I love them, but come on, BTS, what's up? <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah, I'm still waiting for this song that's like spring day. I don't know. Maybe all these old songs. I'm just thinking like, wow, like those were amazing songs. And you know, who knows? You know, maybe a three years from now we may look back at dynamite and we may say you know what that was a great song like that was a song of its time i don't know just i can't say that right now mm-hmm. anyways so that's all i had to say okay so moving on to the next unpopular opinion blackpink is overrated and yeah i think that <laughs> that's an opinion that speaks for itself and when we say like overrated we're talking about like when we think of that it's like their stage performance and how many songs they have out and stuff like that so yeah go ahead Melissa just <laughs> throw it over to me okay yeah, throwing it um so yeah like, like like she said you know as a group you know I can see because I like Blackpink you know we like mm-hmm. Blackpink mm-hmm. they have good songs and in terms of well, I don't know lately with some of these new groups coming out because at first, I like maybe like a year ago, I would have been able to say, like, I would have been comfortable saying, oh, yeah, Blackpink is so different from the other groups that are out right now. I can see right. why they are where they are. Mm-hmm. But now with some of these new groups coming out that are kind of have the same or similar, not same, but I would say similar kind of like bad girl, sort of next door, girl next door kind of aesthetic. I don't know if I would say that anymore, but I will say... Although I like them, I do like their songs. I feel like stage performances wise, um, I just they don't they don't they don't give me anything. They don't do anything for me when I see them live. Mm-hmm. I feel like maybe since they've gotten a bit bigger now, maybe their live performances will wow me more. But it's just they've never like. I feel like sometimes they kind of zone out. I don't know what it is. But sometimes when I watch them, it's like they're not always in the moment when they're performing. Something about them. Just, just Their stage performances don't really do anything for me. And then the discographies, it's just surprising to me that they're as big as they are when they only have maybe 12, 13 songs out over the span of four years. And so... I just think that's very interesting and compared to some other groups that have been out longer or not even some groups that have been out longer, but that have been out for a shorter amount of time, but still have more songs out. It's just interesting how they've gotten so big so fast. And so I, I don't know. I'm not sure when it happened that they got so big, but I don't know that they... I feel like they're, I mean, they're good. They're a good group. I'm not saying they're not good because I still like them. It's just, I'm, I don't know how they got so big so fast. I guess that's what I'm saying. <laughs> where, where other groups are, who are just as good um, are not as popular as them. And so that's what I mean, I guess, when I say that they're overrated. But I'm not saying that, but I guess for me, they're, this means this they're not good. It's just, they're not, I don't feel like they're as good as others may make them out to be. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. I agree with what you're saying. 
I like I remember when they first came out I was like oh okay like they're gonna go somewhere and I agree like the stage performance isn't it just doesn't hit like I will say like when I see them in the videos I guess I don't know if it's because like they can like add little special effects or whatever I'm like oh they're getting it okay I see you guys but when I do see the live performances I'm just like "Mm, blah you know (laughs) I think Lisa's a good performer but she's like the dancer Mm -hmm. of the group so it makes sense for her to be a good performer but yeah I don't know with like the limited amount of music that they have put out I don't I don't understand the level of fame that they have I'm not saying that their music's bad it's just like I don't know it was just fast and I don't know if maybe like they can't like I don't know if they started getting popular in the right moment because mm. I feel like I really seen Blackpink blow up recently before they I mean they were big before too but like I mean they were at Coachella and they like and at that point they really didn't have a lot of music out no they didn't and I don't know and honestly I don't even know if this is like a reflection on Blackpink or if this is more so towards the company because I know, I feel like maybe they don't have the, I don't know. I don't know if Blackpink, I don't know how YG works, basically. <laughs> like, I don't know. I don't know how much control they have over, like, what they put out or the dances they do. Or, mm-hmm. like, how they work on improving their skills or anything like that. So, I don't know if it's, like, a reflection on them. But I just feel like, I don't know if they're I don't know if they're there as far as like performance in the total package to be where they are now and the hype that they get. But I do love their music. So I don't know. It's just weird. Like, I, I don't know how they got so like big so fast. I mean, I think it has to do with the fans. I mean, okay, yeah. I remember when Doodoo came out <laughs> and there was so much um I remember there being so much hype for that song and I think they hadn't put any because I think that was what was that 2018 or 2019 I don't know all the years have gone blend together <laughs> since we've been <laughs> <this> quarantined <laughs> yeah but I remember prior to that they hadn't really put out they hadn't put out anything new and then all of a sudden it's like there was so much hype for that song and I remember that song I, I don't know if, if they're I feel like the records have been broken since then because that was a little while ago mm-hmm. um but I remember they like broke records with like how many views that video had and whatever, and it's just I, I think part part of it has to be the fans like they're pretty dedicated. The Blinks, I think they're called. Now you know you say that about them not putting out music like consistently. Do you think that's like also why they've blown up so much? Because there's because to me it's like everybody's like okay so where's the next song where is it coming and then when they mm. finally put it out like you're automatically just gonna like flop to it because you're like oh my gosh that's true missing and so maybe that's how it got popular maybe but there's other groups that haven't been uh active for years and then like three years later they'll put out a song and they don't get near as much i think that's part of it um that maybe the wait because the wait was so long and Everyone was just so excited, maybe, mm-hmm. to see, oh, look, new Blackpink. But maybe. It's just it also surprised me the collabs that they've been doing lately. 
um, like they did a collab with Lady Gaga. They just did one with Selena Gomez. I feel like they did something else with someone else, but I can't remember right now. Um, but again, you know, it's just some, it's interesting that they've been able to have these type of opportunities and they haven't even been out or been as active as some other groups, male or female. Yeah. But, or is it, yeah, anyways. So, yeah, that's all I was going to say. Okay, so moving on to the next opinion. And that's like, you don't have to be, I'm sorry, not you don't have to be, you don't have to produce your own music to be considered an artist. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I mean, that's a given. I feel like, I mean, I don't even know if this is just like with K-pop in general. I, th- I mean, with just K-pop, I feel like that's overall, I feel like people always are like, oh, you didn't write the song, so you mm-hmm. can't, that means you're not really an artist. But like, in my opinion, some people are just meant to be singers or rappers or whatever. And then some people are meant to be songwriters. I feel like there's nothing wrong with that. I mean, artists back in the day did that, and nobody said anything about that. So exactly, yeah, I don't know. And I I feel like sometimes with some with some K-pop artists when they do try to produce their own music, it sounds very amateur. And like when I hear the song, I'm like, okay, like you could have done so much better. Like nobody helped you. No one said anything. Like, hey, like maybe you don't want to say this line, but I understand they want to have like this sense of like independence. Like I'm doing my artist thing. But mm-hmm. I, I don't I, like you don't have to like you don't have to like I'm gonna still view view you as an artist because even if you don't write your your lyrics, like the way you sing. Or the way you perform, like, that's you and that is your artistry. So I'm going to, like, either way, I'm going to view you as a good artist. But I understand everybody might feel that way. But, like, in my opinion, that's how it is. So, yeah. <laughs> um, Yeah, I agree with everything you just said. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I literally, because even I remember... So Bacon had noted um, at one point that, you know, he didn't really participate in the production of every song of his, I think it was the Candy album. Um, and, I mean, that should be okay. Because, like you said, you know, some people, I think, are just meant to be a singer or meant to be a songwriter or meant to be a rapper. And because I, I feel like what matters is the delivery, how you deliver the song. Like, yes, you know, someone else may have written the song, but can that songwriter deliver the song in the same way with the same amount of emotion or feeling that someone than someone else that that who actually practices their craft of singing or rapping you know I don't feel like there's anything wrong personally with like ghostwriters or rappers I know I feel like a lot of rappers especially not even just in k-pop like you said but in just overall they get a lot of flack I guess for not writing their own lyrics exactly um but if they're over here delivering the message the way that needs to be delivered I mean, what difference? Why why does it matter? I don't know. Because obviously they're able to, and they're able to, I don't know. I just feel like they're, I just feel like for me, it's all about delivery. Like no one was talking about how Whitney Houston didn't write 
I don't know if she wrote any of her songs. She might have written a few. I'm lying. <laughs> she might have written some songs. But I'm just not aware. And I know, like, the biggest songs that she's known for, she didn't even write. But the way that she sang and the way that she was able to connect with the audience through her voice and how she sang the song, that's what people remember. That's why they call her the greatest voice or whatever of our generation. So I just, I don't think it's fair for people to... For people to, I guess, look down on others um, in the industry just because they may not have written a song or produced their own song. And and really, for those that do produce their own songs, like you said, like, they're sometimes they're not even that good. No. I mean, like, some things, you know, some projects just need to be just that, need yep. to stay as that. Just your little solo side project. Like, oh, you want to learn how to produce? Like, okay, go ahead and try it out. But does that song need to be on an album? Not necessarily, you know? And I mean, it's cool that they want to get that type of experience. But there's a reason why back in the day, and even still today, even in K-pop companies, that there are people whose job is strictly to produce songs like music production mm-hmm. it used to be like a very specialized um career and now with um people i mean which is pretty cool how like you can you can you can produce your own song like on your computer right. which is pretty cool but it's just like i feel like it takes years to get to a level where how do i say this it takes it takes talent. I don't know. <laughs> it's kind of like you have it or you don't. Yeah. Okay. And like the people that 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 do this like special that specialize in these areas, I feel like they've taken the time to really hone into their craft mm-hmm. and really makes music that sounds really good. Whereas some of these idols who also produce, they kind of. Mm, it's just I don't know I'm trying to not like curse or anything <laughs> but they're trying to like they do it like like halfway like you know mm-hmm. like, it's just like yeah well it's almost like they throw it together it's like okay this sounds pretty good let's just move on and right so I don't know um and yeah and then all oh, then the other uh, the other side of that is that um I was going to say that for those who do do both I feel like there's more of a chance for them to get burned out because they're trying to be a hundred percent at the music production at the vocals mm-hmm. at everything to do with the song and so I don't know that's all I guess that's all I was gonna say about that so yeah okay so moving on to the next one um Every member, I guess this, I guess this kind of goes with this a little bit, but like every member does not need to sing in every single song, and like even part of that is like I remember this this whole big thing about like even line distribution or whatever. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's not necessary all the time. I feel like artists, some artists are better at delivering a certain emotion within like the lyric or in the song, and that's just how it is (laughs) so you just gotta be fine with it um 
Yeah, that's all I have to say about that one. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, I mean, that's that's basically what it is. I mean, I feel like for some reason in K-pop specifically, I guess there's so many members, I mean, but I feel like in K-pop, people are just... I don't want to say obsessed, but they're just, they're very, very concerned. No, I would say it's it's upset. It's, it's an obsession. Because I've seen videos on YouTube of people counting the minutes that, or seconds that, uh, that each person has in the group within a song. For what? Exactly. I'm like, okay, so what if so-and-so sang the majority of the lines in this song? Obviously, the way that this song was created or developed is was is more of this person's style exactly and why would you even want to be or enjoy how could you enjoy a group where everyone sounds the same or whatever i mean there's a reason why certain people are handpicked for these groups because they sound different i mean and because and and i feel like it's because if, if it's a group that wants to do different styles I feel like the company is going to pick people who sing different styles. And so if, if one of those, the artists, if one, of the, if one of the members works more for like a rock type song or whatever, I'm just throwing something out there, then in the song is a rock song, a more rock song, obviously that member who's really good at a rock style is going to be the one who will most likely have the most lines in this rock song. So exactly. I, just, I don't mean to sound like crazy about it but I just can't I just I just don't understand it I mean not everyone can have the same amount of time in each song and some people are probably are in the group for support reasons you know so there may be a member who may not have as many leading whatever roles or a lead role in every song but they're really really good at being the supporting vocal under others I mean they all have their roles in these groups, you know? And so I just think it's silly how some people are just very attuned to the fact that so-and-so didn't have any lines and they want to like boycott the company until they give so-and-so more lines. I mean, some fights just don't need to be fought. Nope. And... I think that's all I'm going to say about that. I think I've exhausted myself just even, like, thinking about all of that. Because it's just silly to me. Like, if you have a group of, like, 12 people in it, you would really expect for all 12 people to have the same amount of lines. Right. And there's more songs. Every song. So, exactly. Like, so, okay, Unless you're don't black, get it here. I'm sorry. You can get it here. You can get it there. You can get it over here. It's not like that's the one song that they're going to put out for that entire year. This is crazy. Yep. That's all I was going to say about that. Okay, so we have come to our final opinion. And that's just that, you know, some collabs are just unnecessary. So you want you want to take this one away, Melissa? <laughs> <laughs> sure. Um so, yes. So like Amber said, you know, some collabs there, they're just unnecessary. And I guess from the point, I guess from my perspective, I'm thinking that, you know, sometimes I feel like in with K-pop, it's, it seems like it's difficult to ha- do a proper collaboration with an artist mm-hmm. because there's already so many people in a group. So it's, I almost feel like every song is sort of a collaboration of different voices 
into one song. And so maybe that's why some collabs just don't seem to work with groups because there's already so many different voices and so many different styles and personalities in one group. And then bringing in someone who who's supposed to bring something different to the song they don't always bring something different to the song Mm -hmm. at the end you're just like so what was the point (laughs) like you didn't add anything right um so like for instance the most recent collab that i can think of selena gomez and blackpink you know it's a good song i do like ice cream Mm -hmm. i'm all about that ice cream chilling chilling you know don't get me wrong i like (laughs) so what you quoted the lyrics (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but as much as I like that song I don't feel like Selena Gomez really added anything to the song was it a fine song yes was it good yes you know was it was it was it did it make me you know was it did it did, did I like it I think I said this already but yes but I just feel like she kind of blended in with them yeah she didn't really like she, it felt like she was just a fifth member of Blackpink. But if that was their intent, so to have someone who blends into the song, someone who doesn't really, someone who doesn't, if their intent was to collab with someone who doesn't necessarily stand out, but still has that, like, because Lena is very famous and she has, and she is a brand. I guess I would essentially, I would consider her to be like a brand, like household name. Um, I don't know, I guess I'm thinking brand, I'm thinking like Beyonce is like a brand almost, like the way that she's like well-known all over the world, right? And so if that was their intent to find someone who has a lot of influence, I guess, that a lot of people know, probably globally, um, and someone who doesn't really stand out, like I said, then this was like a collab, I guess, from their perspective. But to me, I just feel like a better collab is someone who brings something different to the song and actually bring something of value to the song so yeah that's I think that's the I think that's that's all I was going to say so far about that but Amber I don't want to say too much so no yeah no I agree with you like some they're just kind of necessary um but I will say I mean I think I think for me the collabs where I'm just like why is where it's just like they put like an ad lib here and there or like they don't really sing anything or like rap anything like I feel like a good like a good example of a good collab was um French Montana and Monster X like Mm -hmm. they did something he did something there was like a little added little something something in there you know like a little mix and I was like okay there's like value to this collab where the other ones are just like you know they're just collabing just to collab or just like to say like oh we collab with so-and-so oh we did this and blah Mm -hmm. blah blah and it's just like what's the point I think another example of a bad collab and I don't care if I get hate for this was the designer and BTS collab to um mic drop like what what was his point like what what was the reason that he was there it didn't add anything honestly when I heard it I would just like skip to the part where BTS started singing so it's just like (laughs) I don't know it's just like I was kind of like what you had mentioned when you were talking about um uh who like Blackpink who you wish like Blackpink would collab with it's just like artists that are outside the genre and so I feel like if they had someone that was outside the genre I feel like I might 
be like, oh, okay, I understand why this person is because they're adding a whole different level to the song or to like what their normal sound is. They're like, I don't, I don't know, raising the value of, I, I feel like value is not the right word for it, but I can't think of a better one, but like, they're just raising it up. And I'm just like, yes, give me more. I want more. But sometimes like these collabs recently are just like, why? Like the Selena Gomez, like, okay, I like it. It's cute. But why? <laughs> yeah. Like it's a good song, but they could have did that by themselves. So I don't know. That's just how I feel about some of these collabs. Like they're just very unnecessary. Yeah. I just wanted to add that, you know, it seems like the ones, at least for me, the ones that seem to be bad are the ones where that feels thrown together. Cause when you were talking about yeah. designer, like that felt very like, let's just, he's just, it's, it's, it felt very much like he just put together a verse and sent it off the big hit and they just added it in. And yeah. that was it. And it didn't work. <laughs> so another good collab that I was just thinking of was Red Velvet and Ellie Golding. I really do like that song um, close to me that they did. Um, and I guess it's because Ellie Golding has like a very like different type of voice, and mm-hmm. Red Velvet they sound. I mean, I mean, I feel like they both do like pop, but their voices are different, and their techniques and their styles are a bit different. So I thought that was good, and maybe I liked it because you had Ellie singing like the English, and then Red Velvet came in. Um, I don't remember if it was all the members or just a few of the members at the moment, but they came in and they did do something different, you know, with their singing Korean. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but that one was pretty good. And maybe I just like the song too. But I feel like that collab in that collab, um, I think in this, in that case, Red Velvet elevated the song with Ellie Golding. So I think that's an example of a good collab. But yeah, I guess going back to our original point some collabs in general as we've given many examples are, are a bit unnecessary but that's all I wanted to say from my perspective about this so those are our unpopular opinions about K-pop um, let us know You know, do you agree with them hmm. what are some of your unpopular opinions about K-pop let us know on our Instagram and Twitter at the underscore AM podcast the links will be in the description also if you like this episode and you want to hear more please subscribe to the podcast thank you for listening we hope you stay safe and we'll talk to you next week bye